Welcome to the Speak Up Talk Radio Network. I am your hostess, Pat Rulo, and today I have the pleasure to share a recent Firebird Book Award winning author with you. She is Bella Rain, and her winning book is titled Al Bobani's Way. Bella was born in a small town in Idaho. She loves mysteries, suspense, the supernatural, and metaphysical, and hanging out with the fairies in her fairy garden. Bella's fascination with mysteries and suspense inspired her own writing. Bella also enjoys cooking and spending time with her children. Her love of cooking comes from Saturday breakfast, where she and her siblings would set up a menu to make breakfast for their parents. And then they would take their orders, and when they finished eating, they would give them a ticket for them to pay. To this day, cooking for friends and family gives Bella such incredible joy, and I'm so happy to share her with you today. So welcome to the network, Bella. Hello. It's nice to be here. I'm happy to have you here. I love the parents' breakfast story where you gave them a ticket at the end. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Did they fork out the cash? You know, I don't quite remember that, but, (laughs) you know, I guess that's kind of how it goes. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. I also want to hear about hanging out with the fairies in your garden. That sounds like fun. I think so. Um, it just kind of brings us closer to nature and um, they're fun spirits and um, just really kind of enjoying um, being close to Mother Earth and um, magic. I mean, if you look at all three of my books, there's, you know, there's magic intertwined <laughs> through all three of them. Very, very true. And we'll talk about that. So congratulations on the book win. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and actually, two of your other books have already won the Firebird Book Awards, The Fate of Magic and Darkest Betrayals. So we've got a trifecta going on here. Yes, that was really exciting for me to um, win for those two. And then Abobane's Way come out, um, I think it was about a week after my mom passed away. And to to win also on my third book was pretty awesome. <laughs> oh, I'm happy about that, and I'm sorry to hear about your mom. That's not an easy thing to have to deal with. No, it's not. I know, I know. I lost my mom in 2016, and it's like it was yesterday. It was like it was forever ago. It's just a very strange sensation. Yeah, it's kind of hard to wrap your mind around. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost my dad in 2001, and I still kind of just feel like it just, you know, takes forever to... Um, Come to a place of being okay. That's true. You know what? Talking about magic and fairy gardens and those kind of spiritual kind of things, ever since my mom passed away, and especially this summer, anytime I would go out and sit, I planted an apple tree for her, and we call it going to church. My husband and I sit next to my mom's apple tree, and she loved butterflies. So I have all of her old butterfly wind chimes and things hanging from this tree. Nearly every time I sat out there this summer, a dragonfly would come and sit on my hand, sit on my cup, sit on my leg. It was just so neat. Ah, she was coming to visit. She was coming to visit. Yep. So look for those little signs because they're out there, I think. Well, it's interesting um, because I don't know if you know this or not, but my husband passed away in May of 2018. Mm. And um, ever since then, uh, me and my two sons at different times have all um, seen a yellow monarch that comes very close to us. And we'll all, you know, like I can see it one day and then 
my son will reach out to me. He's like, hey, have you, did you see a yellow monarch? I've been seeing a yellow monarch and they're getting really super close to me. <laughs> so yeah, we, he comes to visit quite often. <laughs> oh, I love that. Thank you for sharing that with me. It kind of gives me chills and makes me smile. Yeah, I think, you know, sometimes we think that when, you know, they die that, uh, that's the end. And I, I just don't believe that way. I think, you know, well, they're here also in our memories, Yes. you know, and I think sometimes they want us to know that there is something beyond here. And so, yep. you know, I love that. <laughs> I do too. Thank you. I'm glad we shared that moment together. <laughs> All right, Bella, why don't you share some of your recent book that won Alba Bonnie's Way with us and maybe just give us a peek into it. You know, um, it was really interesting. Um, so my second book, I have two other books that go with that. And so I've written like half, halfway on those other two books. And I was just like, why can't I write anymore? Why can't I write anymore? And I was watching TV one night and I stood up and all of a sudden this, this story came out of me and I just thought it was like a, um, oh, just like a short story type thing about um, Alba Bonnet. And um, come to find out, <laughs> it was a whole entire book. <laughs> so Alba Bonnet's Way is, I know it's just kind of hard to describe um, what the pretext to Alba Bonnet's Way is, but um, so my main character, um, her aunt lived in Scotland and she had just lost her husband the year before, and her aunt wanted her to come and spend time with her. And when she gets there, well, let's just say that life is uh, not very nice when she gets there. And stuff starts to happen around there. Well, she starts opening up to some gifts she did not know she had. I think kind of gifts she's been shoving down for quite some time. And so all of this kind of just lays out um, throughout the book and where she's part of, of a story that's lifetimes long, like many lifetimes. Mm -hmm. And, um, I really think it's a beautiful story. Um, and it's funny because I was thinking about this the other day that, um, there's so much reminiscent of, of how we can see ourselves. And I learn a lot from my books when I write them. Mm -hmm. And I learn a lot about myself, especially every time <laughs> I read back through them. And it's just amazing to me um, how they touch me and lift me up. And I think they kind of open up my creativity and imagination. Have you found that when you're reading books that uh, maybe it tends to open up something for you that you didn't realize maybe kind of needed to be open? Oh, absolutely. I, I feel that way about most books that I randomly pick up. You know, if someone says, hey, you need to read this, that's one thing. But a, a book that I might just casually pick up, there's always a nugget in there where it was almost like I was meant to pick up that book and and find out whatever I was, whatever little gift it was supposed to give me. And I find it interesting that you say that you learn from writing your books, because I often ask authors that question. And 99% of the time, they always feel that they come away as a different person having written that book. Yes. <laughs> so I wrote this book last year in 2020. It came to me and within like, I wouldn't even say a month's time, I had the premise of this book written out. Now, was it as edited as I wanted it to be? Of course not. 
Um, and was it the storyline that it really needed to be? Of course not. Um, but this story was sitting there and I'm like, why can't I go back in there and edit it? You know, and I just hadn't, what I figured out was I needed to shift something within my perception to really allow this book to become what it needed to become. See, that's interesting where you are not shaping the book. The book is shaping you. I think so. I often wonder if I am able to write these books because someone's trying to help me to heal. Yes. Yeah. Very, very fascinating, isn't it? Yes. Because I've learned so much about myself from all three of my books. And the fact that, you know, when I start getting mad at myself and go, why can't I finish this book? Why can't I finish writing this? And that instantly tells me I need to have a shift in perception mm-hmm. in order you... for it to really come out the way it needs to. <laughs> exactly. So what did you take away from this? What did you come out of this with? What did you feel like you learned about yourself? Well, it's interesting to me because um <clears throat> I like to... um I have like tarot cards and oracle cards and stuff like that. And I don't know if I can name who I, (laughs) the person who does these wonderful cards, but um, there's, there's been a card that keeps showing up for me called the root girl. And um, it's about those pieces of us that get shoved down because someone, someone has deemed that part of, of us not okay. Right. And, So we always see it as kind of this yucky part of ourselves. And one of the aspects of Albabane's way is that Albabane is a tree, right? Mm -hmm. And when someone's life is taken, it's roots of that tree take take that, that body and is not only fed off that body, but it gives a resting place for that person. And so for me, I was thinking about this the other day and I'm like, how interesting that is, is that, you know, how often do we, and I don't think people really think about this this way, but how often do we really murder parts of ourselves just to be with somebody? Mm. Just just so, so someone will love us. And how often we murder the best parts of ourselves. <laughs> oh, never thought of it in that kind of a, maybe a violent kind of a context, but that's exactly what it is. Well, yeah, I mean, when we, you know, I, I've been on a journey for quite some time about calling um, the parts of my soul back that have been taken from me, that I have given away, not knowing I was given away, you know, when we give our power away. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's been really interesting to me to be on that path and, and learn really what we do to ourselves to to be with people. You know, to be acceptable, to to be validated, and to really be wanted. And you know, when you have lifetimes of pain and hurt and uh, trauma and brutality, um, a lot of times we don't know how to even express mm-hmm. how that's made us feel. You know, and. Uh, so yeah, I, I feel like a lot of that comes out in my books. In fact, the, my second book, I had a scene come out in there that my son was like, where did that even come from? That's not you. Mm-hmm. And it didn't 
it didn't dawn on me until after um, my book was released um, in April of last year why I wrote that scene. And it was brutal. It was a, a very brutal scene. It's not something I even like to write or watch things like that. And I realized as, as for me, because I'm a, um, well, for one, I'm a Pisces, and Pisces are very deep fillers. <laughs> so I found that um, it's when when someone hurts us or someone betrays us or you know what I'm talking about. I do know what you're talking about. Really hurts us. We, our heart gets broken, and it can be very brutal. And I'm like, how did I write this scene? It's like, because when those things happen to us, especially if they hit us so deeply, it can feel like we are being flayed alive. And the, and, and the hard part is we actually do heal from those things, and we don't know why, right? And we have a decision. We can either come out of it on the other side of it going, you know what, I'm not going to let what this person did to me shape me. Or, you know, sometimes it's harder and that stuff sticks with us for a really long time until we realize, hey, this wasn't our fault. Just, you know, we didn't, you know, and it's, and it's time to heal from that. I'm hoping and wondering if you've gotten feedback from readers where maybe they recognize something in your book that propels them or to help them heal because people are lonely. You know, there's no one to really talk about a lot of things with, um, and, and people don't feel open. And so reading can be a way to discover that other people yeah. are experiencing, experiencing these kind of things as well. Have you gotten any feedback in that direction? Um, I had a really awesome uh, review from a friend of mine that said, I, you know, this, your book gives me hope for the future. <laughs> um, which I thought, that was beautiful to me, you know, because we do love that feedback, you know, and I, I have four things that intentions that I set incredibly for my book is that people will either enjoy them, be entertained by them, love them, or get the deeper meaning or all of it. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, because I, I technically actually write for myself. And if anybody loves that outside of me, that's a huge bonus. <laughs> That's so funny you say so, that because I do, again, that's another question I ask sometimes of authors. Do you write for yourself or when you're writing, are you thinking of the readers? And uh, I get a mixed response to that. Yeah, I actually um, write the way I love to read, which I'm a very visual person. And the people that I love the most that I read are ones that are able to pull me into their book. And I feel like I'm right there. So if I can be that for somebody, then I will. Now, your main character, where did she come from? How did that develop? Uh, in Elba Bonnie's way? Yes. I think part of Serena was a little bit of me, um, because when I'm writing about, um, you know, she's grieving, she's lost her husband, she doesn't know how she's going to make it from here to there, you know. And But she's also in this place where she's had people around her and they've been there to support her and stuff, but she realizes she needs to learn how to be that for herself. It's also a mix, I think, for me as well is because I'm learning that I'm also a gifted person and how I've been trying to deal with all of those things, you know, and 
being independent, you know, I was married to my husband for 28 and a half years. And um, coming out of this on the other side, I'm a widow. I'm, I'm single. Um, <laughs> you know, so you come out on the other side of this figuring out, you know, am I independent? Like what's going on here? And, and really stepping into that independence and enjoying it, but also learning how to be interdependent with other people. So it's been kind of interesting. Um, I think I am part of all of my books, to be honest with you. Um, if you think about it, it comes from my perspective. Um, I write from, I think, some of the things that I've experienced and have gone through. Very cathartic, especially, as you say, coming off of a 28-and-a-half-year marriage. The question has to be, who am I without this person? And you have to kind of create or figure out your identity now or as it morphs and grows. Very true, because um, you become so intertwined with each other. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, that person's your confidant. You've grown as this, you know, person's wife, their best friend, and you come out on the other side of that, and you're not either one of those things anymore. Right. Yeah. So you have loss on many levels. And I'll tell you, like, it has been difficult, and I'm sure most people will tell you, you know, with, um, with loss, you know, we we shift and change, and is it the shift and change that we want? <laughs> Well, you know, and I think that that's part of what I was talking about when I wrote that last year mm-hmm. and that I needed to shift and change. There was a lot of things that ne- needed to shift and change for me as a single person and how I was seeing life and how I was being independent and how I wanted to be seen um, that needed to change before she could truly come out. Right. Serena. Well, exactly. And to look at it as an opportunity. I think any loss is an opportunity to grow. Yes. Um, so not easy to do. Um, I'm not just trying to give lip service to that. Not a simple oh, task, no. but, but, but it's there when we're ready. Yes. It's been a, um, it's been a brutal path because for nine years before he passed away, I took care of him. So, you know, there's just, a lot there and to try and make sense of it all and what does this mean for me now and and you know I had to figure I can't I can't um unwind who him and I were together I just have to move forward and writing I'm sure is cathartic for you and helpful and therapeutic Yes, writing has been. Um, I also um, paint, which is something I never did before. Um, He passed away, and then I started painting. Um, I've been able to draw, um, not real great. I'm more of an abstract type (laughs) Mm -hmm. artist. But um, So on the cover of The Fate of Magic and on the cover of Alba Bonnie's Way, if you actually look at the backgrounds of those books, those are my paintings. I was going to ask you about the covers because I, I'm drawn to them, and yet you can <clears throat> you can see the thread between them, the, the the commonality between them, even though they're distinctly different. So you did those. Yeah, yeah. So the tree, the tree itself, I did not do, but the colors in it—that's actually my painting. <laughs> oh. And um, because I wanted something really special to represent Alabane, and. So, yeah, um, so I used one of my paintings there, and then, like I said, with the fate of magic, so. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Do 
Well, I mean, the cool part about the Fade of Magic, if you actually look at the background, it's not actually the color of my painting, but the fractal patterns in the background. That's one of my paintings. And I just absolutely love that not only from cover to back is me, you know. (laughs) Now I'm going to have to take a better and closer look at that. Yes. I wish I had uh, been able to do that with my first book, Darkest Betrayals, but maybe down the road someday, maybe I'll change it out. (laughs) Exactly. You you have time to change out the cover. That might come to you one of these days. Yes. So if you were to write in another genre, is there another kind of an idea floating around? I'm not sure. It's funny because I've kind of written some more like, um, I love mystery, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I was actually quite surprised when I've written two fantasy books, <laughs> <laughs> which makes no sense to me. But anyways, um, they come out, so apparently it needed to. Yes. But um, I, I find I've been writing some short stories that are a little bit more thriller, mm-hmm. um, kind of on that end. I think there's a part of me, um, just because of what I've been going through since my mom passed away, um, that I want to write something maybe more in the horror fill, fills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't even speak there. But, um, not, uh, I, cause I don't even really care for like horror type <laughs> stuff, but I don't know. I feel like it's almost something that that's where I'm being led, mm-hmm. um, is to allow something I know this is weird to say, but brutal. Um, it's almost like that, that to me is just going to be, like you said, cathartic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to pull out. See, here's the thing is people, people can sit there and talk about the things that happened to them. But when we're not able to name the emotions that went with that, mm-hmm. I feel like that's the stuff that gets stuck in us. Stuck. Cause anybody can say, well, hey, I was abused as a kid. Okay. But beyond that, what did that do to you? You know, and it and it can just leave so much stuff inside of us, you know, and which is why I loved how the fate of magic came out um, and that one scene because it pulled a lot out of me that I didn't even know how to put words to. <laughs> well, if you were... I felt like maybe a horror book or something scary, I don't know. It just to me that's what I feel like I'm being called to. I'm not sure why, um, but I'm sure when it's ready, it will show up. <laughs> No, exactly. Just the fact that you can identify it. You don't need to know why. Just get it out, and then maybe you'll yes. find out why later on. Yes, mm-hmm. for sure. Oh, oh, I love this conversation with you. We are just dancing all about and um, <laughs> touching on a lot of interesting things. I love that. So as far as promotion, let's just talk about that for a moment. What do you do, maybe just to give some hints to other authors, what do you do to get your books out there? You know, that's so hard. Yeah, it is. It's so hit and miss because I feel like a lot of times what will work with for some people doesn't work for other people. Um, for me, I'm on social media, um, as many of them as I can possibly be on. I've actually been enjoying Instagram because you can post pictures and, and people, you know, look at your stuff. Um, I love TikTok also for that reason. You know, because you can kind of play with it and do things different than what you would normally do on Facebook or um, Twitter. Um, I actually, I have a website as well. Um, I haven't written a blog for a while. I guess I probably should do something like that. But I like to have my stuff on there, and I always direct people to my website because that's where all the links to my books are. Plus, you can also purchase signed copies of my books from there. And 
I like to do that. And um, let's see what else. Um, I also have a YouTube channel um, where I promote my work. Um, I've done some readings of of my books on there. Um, I have three narrations that were done for me from a friend of mine on her um, YouTube channel. In fact, I have a, um, a what is it called? Full Moon series coming up. Mine is the last story of the year, so it'll be around the full moon. Okay. So I'm pretty stoked and excited about that. You know, I found out a long time ago that YouTube um, is also another incredible place for us to promote our work. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's difficult. Um, I have tried... I do have a friend uh, that I pay on Twitter who puts my work out there because um, they have a lot more followers. And so they they post my work um, once or twice a day. I can't remember mm-hmm. um, how many times it is. But I don't know. I, I think you just have to sit down and go, what works for me? Mm-hmm. I, I tried to listen to what worked for everybody, and I did those things, and didn't really work for yeah. me. And so I'm just trying to figure out... Um, you know, kind of what works for me, and it's just difficult. Um, if you if you're not traditionally published, um, sometimes people don't want to look at your work, mm-hmm. and that that makes it difficult too. And um, you know, it is a challenge. That's why I always try to ask just to see if we can't come up with some different ideas mm-hmm. of, yeah. of of what people are doing so that we don't all have to keep trying and experimenting and reinventing the wheel. So, yeah, thank you for that. Well, I also have um, a woman who does, um, if you go look at any of my social media, um, graph- she does my graphic ads. In fact, she's the one that um, helped me with my website. So if you go on there and how beautiful it is, that's because of her. Okay. <laughs> Share your website with us as well so we know where to go. Oh, it's uh, bellarain.com. And I usually just send them to my books, but you can go there. I do have a couple of pieces of my art on there. I need to add more. And I started, well, and I also do like author shout outs for people because I feel like I'm so incredibly grateful for the people who have been supportive of me. So I like to be supportive of other people as well. Mm-hmm. And so I do author shout outs on there. And I just did my first, you know how you can watch those um, videos on YouTube where they have like the crackling fire in the rain, but it's got this picture that's been animated. Um, I just made my very first sound video on there. (laughs) So So I'm trying to be a little bit more diverse to, you know, put myself out there. And, but yeah, you know. Go to my website, check it out. If you're interested in signed copies, you can purchase signed copies. Um, if you're purchasing more than one copy, reach out to me through my contact page because I haven't quite figured out yet how to deal with the shipping for more than one book. Mm-hmm. And then internationally, um, if you want want a book, uh, reach out to me. The thing of it is, is they have to pay for the shipping. So I know I checked for my friend who lived in Canada just to ship my book to her. I shipped some stickers to somebody in England and it was $16.50. I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. So, you know, unless you're willing to pay for that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so I've been thinking about doing like, trying to find a way to do like autograph stickers that they can purchase from me. And then they can just put it in their books that they get from their Amazon that's cheaper for them oh, to get. That's cool. That's, you know? a, that's a good idea. I like it. 
Oh my gosh, we are having a best time. Bella Rain. The <laughs> website is Bella Rain. R-A-Y-N-E. B-E-L-L-A-R-A-Y-N-E. We talked about her three books. Head over to her website. You are fabulous. Just keep writing and keep sharing with us. I just love this conversation and I would love to do more with you. Oh, thank you. 